Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I am your host, Brett Hill. Today we've got a great message coming out of the book of Ephesians chapter 4. I'm in the King James Version today, so if you don't have your Bible with you, pause the podcast, run, get your Bible, come back and join us. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. The title of the message today is, If You Could Change the Way You See Yourself. Ephesians chapter 4, starting with verse number 22, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Church, one of the biggest hardships that we as a church face today is how we see ourselves. And this is troubled the church for centuries, I'd say, and it's most likely since the first converts, just right immediately after the resurrection. Now, let me explain that to you. We're really good at telling people about Jesus, telling them how their sins are forgiven, how he's washed them clean, how they've got a new slate, and he's uh, uh, given them a new life and a life more abundantly, and all their sins are forgiven and never be remembered against them again. The, The church has gotten really good at telling other people how to follow God's promises and how their sins are cast as far as the east is from the west. But one of the biggest issues we have, what about ourselves? What about us? What what about ourselves when it comes to believing all these things we're teaching? And you, you may be sitting there going, where is the pastor going this morning? Well, I want to tell you today... <coughs> We place our faith in Jesus Christ for our forgiveness of sins. We do, and and we believe that he's washed us clean. We believe that we've been forgiven and our sins have been forgotten, but we do keep listening to everything that goes on in our head. Who do we listen to every time we have to approach the throne room with our needs? Who do we keep listening to with our pains? Who do we keep listening to with life's issues? It's our voice. It's these things that come from our own thoughts, from the old man that we haven't that we haven't just crushed and killed down by the blood of the lamb. It's our voice. We hear ourselves. We hear the influence that the enemy has placed in the old man, and it's things that sounds kind of like, "Well, God isn't going to heal me because." He, he's probably not listening to me today because this thing that I done or I got angry and this, this situation that I was in and I just lost my temper or I, or I messed up in sin today or I know God's punishing me because of my past. Come on, church. I, we say that we believe the word of God, but who are we listening to when we need it the most? Who are we paying attention to? Whose words are influencing us the most in our times of need? Now, the devil wants us to believe that God has an exception to our forgiveness, and and somehow we tend to hold that belief at times. He'll say things like, oh, he forgave you the first time you did that, but now that you've done it a second time, that sacrifice is only good one time. You can't just, the scripture even says, should we crucify him again? You've messed up. You can't be forgiven again. Satan will twist those scriptures and use them against you. He'll say things like, Oh, he's going to let you remain saved, but don't expect nothing else out of him. God's not going to do any favors for you anymore. You you blew your favor with God when you messed up again. You might be saved, but life is going to be miserable because you, you, you just keep 
messing up and you you keep making mistakes and God's not going to put up with you. <clears throat> Church, and of course, we, we get caught up in listening to that mess. We, we catch ourselves telling ourselves these things and, and try to reckon them in our mind and try to get God to forgive us enough to forgive me again of that same thing, to forgive me of this and forgive me of that. And, and Lord, he, he's done forgiving you a dozen times of the same thing. And sometimes I feel like that we could ask him forgiveness of something and he's going, what are you talking about? Scripture does say that he cast our sins as far as the east is from the west, never to remember them against us again. And sometimes we bring them back because of the guilt and because of the voices in our head, these thoughts that just keep being dug up by the enemy. And when we pray things, sometimes I just picture God saying, I have no idea what you are talking about. But see, we get caught up in listening to that mess and that poison gets into our head and it, it fills our thoughts with chaos and confusion. Come on. Anybody there? Any, anybody been there in that part of your life? Anybody listening to me today? Some of you may know what I'm talking about. This is what life here on earth offers us daily, church. But God told us to put away the former conversation concerning the old man. Why? It's corrupt, church. It's deceitful. Why is it deceitful? Well, who is the former conversation with? Who were you talking to? Who, who were you hearing those thoughts from? Who was giving you those ideas when you were lost in sin? Who was putting those things in your head and causing you to believe those things? That's the conversation that God wants you to get rid of. He wants you to put away that former conversation. It misguides the mind and, and takes us away from the truth that Christ has spoken to us. It's not a conversation you need to be having anymore. Even if you think you're talking to yourself, even if you think it's your own thoughts. Yes, it is your own thoughts, but it's the thoughts of the old man. It's not the thoughts of the renewed man. It's, it's the thoughts of the flesh and not the thoughts of the spirit. Listen, Jesus fixed that problem. His blood cured that problem. And Satan is trying to convince the church that there is more conditions that God is not telling us, that God possibly is hiding something from us and just not giving us everything we're supposed to hear. Maybe there's some fine print somewhere that he just didn't explain to us and, and his word really doesn't mean what it actually says. Well, church, I've come to tell you today that God's word means exactly what it says. He has forgiven you. He has washed you white as snow. Ye have been forgiven. You've been given a new life. You've been given a new start, a clean slate in your worst moments. Satan wants you to believe that none of this is true. But listen, church, Jesus wants you to change the way that you see yourself. If you are a child of the king, those past guilty stains of the old man no longer count toward who you are. Those past guilty stains of the old man, they are gone. They're under the blood of Jesus Christ, never to be remembered against you again. Those past guilty stains of the old man, listen, Satan wants you to continue to believe in your past. Satan wants you to keep believing that salvation is based on you and not based on Jesus and his sacrifice. Satan wants to continue the old conversation. Amen. Listen, the flesh is still flesh, church. The flesh is still flesh. That mind up there, where those thoughts come from, where they've been buried and should be buried back by the word of God, a renewed mind that should be washed out of you, not just, uh, not just buried, but washed out of your mind by the blood of the lamb and by the word of the 
testimony and the word of the, of the Bible as you keep flooding your mind with the word of Jesus Christ. But the flesh is still flesh. And if you don't let that, if you let that mind sit there and be idle, if you let the mind not be filled with the Holy Ghost and not be filled with the word of God and not be filled with the prayers and, and things that we're supposed to be doing, the flesh sits idle and it starts remembering the old man and the old man comes back. Satan starts digging those things back up and reminding you of who the old man was. And if you're not careful, you'll start remembering those things. You'll start believing those things and you'll start acting those things out again. But I want to tell you today, the flesh may still be flesh, but you have a new spirit that has taken up residence inside of you. And this is who the conversation needs to be with now, church. This spirit is not associated with the old man. This spirit is not associated with your fleshly mind. This is the spirit of the living God and he is not affected by your thinking. You are affected by your thinking. This is why Satan wants you to think. If he can get you to thinking, he can dictate what you are thinking on. Come on. I want you to hear that today. If Satan can get you to thinking, he can dictate what you are thinking on. Now, the enemy wants your mind to stay the same because it doesn't matter if you ask Jesus to come into your heart. If you continue to think about your past sins, if you if you continue to think your past sins and your, your past mistakes and your past lifestyle somehow affects God's favor on your life, you are still in bondage, my friend. You still have chains on you. You are still wrapped up in the walls of captivity and Satan still has your mind in captivity activity and you are still in prison because of your mind not being set free because of the way you are thinking because of the thoughts that you are allowing the enemy to put in your head and to keep you thinking the way that you're thinking you need to do away with that old conversation and get away with it that is nothing that has anything to do with Jesus Christ put away that old conversation Listen, Jesus wants you to change the way that you see yourself by changing who you are having a conversation with. Put it off. Put off. Put off the former conversation, church. This is why the mind needs to be renewed. This is why your Bible reading time is so vital to your victory and in your walk with Jesus Christ. You cannot just read the Bible on Sunday morning and, and not go to church on Sunday night, not go to Bible studies on Wednesday night, not go to discipleship classes, not, not have little prayer meetings and things like that. You cannot just pick up the Bible and read it on Sunday mornings. And, and I dare to say that most people don't just read it on Sunday morning, that they, uh, they just listen to it being read while they hear the preacher preach from the pulpit, but they don't even open theirs up. I even see in my church many a times as I walk cleaning up the the church or picking up trash or, or turning off the lights on the way out of the church on Sundays that I see people just leaves their Bibles laying there. They don't carry them with them. It, it ought to be like that old saying about it's like your American Express. You should never leave home without it. You shouldn't be leaving your Bible laying around everywhere. It should be your closest friend. It should be your closest source of information. It should be the thing that feeds you your bread from heaven every single day. That is what keeps your mind renewed and keeps you wrapped up in victory and Paul instructed us to put on the new man the one that is created in righteousness and you can't do that unless you change the way that you see yourself you need to change who you're listening to 
Church, many of us hear the thoughts that are spoken to us, and, and those thoughts, they seem so logical when we seem to always believe that those thoughts are from God. We get something that sounds good, goes through our head, and I have people all the time come and tell me, oh, man, God's made it clear to me. He's been speaking to me. He's given me some revelation. He's told me this, and when they tell me that stuff, I just look at them like a, like a puppy that's heard a funny noise or a calf looking at a new gate because I'm just sitting here going, like, do they really believe that God said that? that? That don't have anything to do with scripture. Well, how do you know if God said it or not? Let's go and see if there's some scripture to back up what's being said. Listen, see if God really would be saying this to you. Ask yourself, is this something a renewed mind should believe? Even if you remotely question it, church, even if you got any doubt about it whatsoever, rebuke that thought. Get in the word and crush those thoughts and get them out of your mind, amen? The enemy is slick. He's, he's masquerades as an angel of light. He pretends to be God's voice all the time. And even the best of Christians listen to that rascal on occasions and get fooled by him. You need to renew your mind and change the way you're thinking and only the word of God can do that. Now listen, since you've been born again, since you became born again in your life, there are two natures that are alive in you. That's right, two of them. One of them is the glorious transform the transforming spirit of God and the other is the old man that's controlled by the flesh. Now the latter should be crushed and crucified daily by the renewing of what? By the renewing of your mind. Now, how does Satan deceive you? Through your mind. How do you change the way you see yourself? You change what is in your mind. Church, Jesus wants nothing less than total freedom of your mind. Jesus wants nothing less than you to walk in total newness of life and, and newness of mind, newness of spirit. He wants you to be like him, think like him, and, and live like him. But the only way you can do that is change the way you see yourself. With all this, it, with the freedom comes total freedom from sin in the past, but it only comes when you change the way you see yourself. When you Change that conversation. Put off that old conversation. Quit talking to the flesh. Quit listening to the flesh. I'm talking about listening to yourself. Sometimes we say, I, I saw a sign one time that said, yes, I'm talking to myself, but I needed some good advice. Listen, the flesh is the worst advice you can get. Don't be talking to yourself. You need to be talking to God. You need God to be the one giving you the information. Now, <clears throat> I have people that tell me that, well, I'm following that information. I don't need to listen to my preacher. I don't need to listen to the Sunday school teacher. I don't need to go to church and let other people tell me what to do. All I need is the Bible. Listen, you're going to get yourself in trouble with that swelled up attitude like that because that right there is just grounds for Satan to work on you and do anything he needs to do in your life to totally destroy you. Get rid of that attitude. You need to have yourself in church. You need to be in every Sunday school class you can. You need to be in a place where you can study the Word of God and, and get it inside of you every chance you can and be around like-minded believers 
believers and not let the enemy change your mind, not let the enemy talk to you and fool you and trick you into believing something when everybody else in the church ain't believing the same thing. You need to question yourself on some things you believe. And when you question yourself, open up the word of God and compare it to the written word of God. And if it ain't in the book loud and clear the way you're thinking, cast off those imaginations and get them out of your head because Jesus wants you to change the way you're thinking. I want you to know something today, church. I need you to figure this out. The, the, the world has got us in a situation and the, the enemy has got the church in a place to where we wear chains, we wear bondages in our mind, we wear the old man's thoughts and we keep continuing to keep ourselves in bondage because we don't see ourselves truly the way that Jesus wants us to see ourselves. And if you could hear Jesus saying to you today, if you could hear Jesus speaking to you today, Today on this message and, and the point that I'm trying to get across to you, the point that he's trying to use me to speak to you today, if you could hear Jesus speaking to you today, it would sound something like this. If you could change the way that you see yourself, you would cling to me and nobody else. Your heart would be in love with me and, and, and my sacrifice would be enough for you, for, for you to know that your debt is paid, that your past is gone, all the stuff that you've been in your past, all the things that you've done, my blood on the cross, the nails that I took, the crown of thorns, the, the beating that I took on the way to that cross, <clears throat> everything that was in your past, all those things that I did, the, the bleeding and the nails and the crown of thorns, it erased your past. They are not there anymore. I paid a hard price, a very strong, deep, uh, uh, painful price for your debt to be paid and to erase your sins. <coughs> Listen, if you could see those things, if you could really change this, you could spread your wings and sail. If you could just change the way you see yourself. Church, the only way we're going to change the way we see ourselves is to change the conversations that we are having. You've got to put off the old conversation. you got to put off the old man once and for all. Stop listening to him. Stop letting him speak to you. Stop letting the thoughts of the old man, the reasoning that you once had. We think that we've got some good logic in our mind from the past, but don't use it anymore. The Bible tells us to not be using our own thinking, to trust God with all of our heart and don't be leaning to what we're thinking. We need to change the conversation. Our thinking is corrupt. It's flesh. We need to focus on what Jesus Christ wants us to focus on, and that's what he wants us to be doing more than anything else. Change the way we see ourselves because he changed us from who we once were to who we are now. I want to pray with you. Heavenly Father, God, I just ask you in the mighty name of Jesus that you would touch the listeners today. God, that your hand would be upon them. Lord, that you would serve up your spirit to them. God, that the Holy Ghost conviction would begin to speak with every one of them and, and bring this word to life, Father, and let them know that the old conversation that they've been having, Lord, that the, that the thoughts of the old man, that the flesh that keeps coming up and trying to condemn them, Lord, you paid a mighty price for that to wash it out of their mind 
mind for them to not have to worry about that ever again. God, I just pray that you bring it to a reality in our hearts and minds today. Wash us clean from those thoughts, Lord. Lord, let us get free from ourselves. Set us free from who we are and make us who you want us to be. God, let us realize who we are in you and to quit thinking about who we used to be is still somehow part of who we are now. God, help us to learn to separate those two and realize that the old man is dead. He's been cast off. He's been put away and we should not have the conversation with the enemy anymore about who we used to be in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us in the name of Christ, Lord. Help us with your mighty blood. Let your Holy Spirit bring that to reality in our minds today. In Christ's holy name, I pray and ask these things. Amen. Listen, church, I, I pray that God has touched your life today. I pray that this message has helped you. You need to change the way you see yourself. Do you understand that? The way that you see yourself dictates your faith. The way that you see yourself dictates in the way you're gonna trust God's word. The way that you see yourself changes a whole lot of things. And the way that you see yourself is greatly affected by the things that the, the enemy puts in your mind or that the enemy digs up from the past and makes you Remember, please, in the name of Jesus, put on the mind of Christ and cast away the old man. Put down the old thoughts. Get rid of all those imaginations and believe what Jesus Christ has spoken about you and leave it at that. You are a child of Christ. You are his handiwork. You are the best craftsmanship that he has and he loves you enough to shed his blood and die for you. You belong to him and nothing can change that for the heart of a believer. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you for tuning and share this podcast with somebody else so that it would help them to change the way they see themselves. See you on the next one, church.